Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 83 of Two Left Thumbs, your source of weekly gaming news and updates. In this week's episode, we're going to be talking about the DualSense haptics to let you feel what rain feels like in a game. Epic announces an Unreal Engine 5 with a stunning PlayStation 5 demo. Ghost of Shishima is looking outstanding. Epic Game Store offers a partial refund if you've bought a game and it goes on sale. And after grinding all weekend, Destiny 2 players find a quest-breaking bug. We also have the best weekly deals from a range of publishers across all gaming platforms. Remember, if you are listening now, do not forget to share the podcast. Give us a rating if you want, as it helps us grow and reach more people. My name is Gray as a Gamer, and join with me, as always, is the man, the myth, the legend himself, Deaf Puppies. Hi, how are you, man? You've um, how have you been? It's it's. Uh, are you surviving? You were um, I, you're a bit dead last week. You sounded a lot like Stormy for some reason. It was bizarre. Yeah, <laughs> I was super super crook. Um, very very sick. Still on the recovery path. Uh, I'd say I'm about eighty percent better. So if I do end yeah. up coughing, I'm trying to mute, and uh, I've got everything set up. So um, it should be okay. Some that nice raspiness to your voice right now it's it's yes. kind of sexy oh, yeah. Just, yeah it's, yeah, it's like, like, like the like gentlemen what's going on the, the packet of cigarettes a day and a carton of vb Wait. voice like the following Classic day Aussie growl Classic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i don't i don't want to go back to uh to those days but um yeah it was a rough rough week uh not a not a normal cold by any sense um just a really really bad cough and chills and fevers and in bed and out of bed it's just yeah it wasn't wasn't good luckily though i was able to play some assassin's creed odyssey i'm assuming that being down you would have had some spare time to put a few more hours in how was it where are you up to i did um where am i up to you know what i don't know where i'm up to because that game is damn (laughs) ridiculously huge like it's disgustingly huge i would say it is way too big it is. That's the problem it's I had big. as well. Like I went through, and the like, like cause I did the story and then the DLC, which I still haven't finished. I still like one DLC thing to go, and it was just so much, man. And there's like so much that I've missed too. Like I haven't done a perfectionist run in the slightest, and there's right. just like it's it's wild. It's um, yeah, it's it's painful that it is so big because there there is a lot to do in there but the issue is that because some of there is so much to do it drowns out the really good stuff and because they force you to do that stuff because they level gate the shit out of you for main quests like yeah they worked out a very tricky way to stop you from playing the damn game the way you want um yeah it just really bogs you down a little bit which I don't know. It's not. I'm fine at the moment because I'm not playing it for any particular reason other than just to enjoy playing a video game. Um, you know, I'm not playing it for a stream. I'm not playing it for a review. I'm not playing it for a video. You know, nothing. It's just I'm just playing it from start to finish, and I am enjoying it. Um, f- combat feels a bit. It feels floaty, uh, which is kind of annoying. I want it to be more hard hitting, which I know they've said they're going to address in. Valhalla, which is this year's AC, yeah, which would be great because yeah, it's yeah, um, you, you kind now, of now that like, it didn't like I I get registered, you get a registered hit, and then it's like okay, there was a registered hit, but you didn't, you didn't like 
there wasn't you didn't feel yeah, it yeah no, there's, there's no weight to it there's no fucking oomph to it like you yeah. don't see the the enemy react to it. it's like man i just hit you with this gigantic golden club in the side of the head and you just nothing what like, <laughs> yeah, that? Just, i just saw extra damage numbers pop up and it was like ah come on it's like you could have gone and given me something a bit extra there because the combat is good i do like enjoying um i enjoy how they've mapped it kind of dark souls like uh to the shoulder buttons and stuff like that yeah uh and the abilities and stuff like that it's definitely mad it is definitely not an assassin's creed game that's no it's sure. very it different so from far, the originals um, yeah so far and i remember like as i think i said last time the last one i played was you know really unity um so yeah I've, I've still got the old that old style of assassin's creed in my head which i think i kind of prefer i i prefer that like the other the other thing that's getting to me is the parkour i'm not enjoying i it's too easy um the old old games were very um you had you had to remember the levels yeah you had to remember the world maps the best you could because there were routes through there you, there was no just hold forward and fucking scale a building and scale a cliff and you know there you go you're on the other side it was it took, it took you actually had to work out yeah you had to yeah. park all your way around there were certain objects that you could grab onto certain ones you couldn't things would speed you up and others would slow you down um and that really fed into really well into the the rhythm of the game especially when you get in intense chases or really good uh, single player, the mission structures where you really had to go in and assassinate someone, and they gave you these cool parkour ways to get in and get out and stuff like that. And I feel yeah, like I think, um, I think three lost that. Three did that the best. Um, that was the one set in colonial America. Definitely, and, yeah, yeah and like through the trees, and like you had the different paths, and like you could see, you could still kind of see the paths, but they were very naturally they in blended the world. in yeah, yeah, yeah they blended exactly. in really well it wasn't like oh here is path follow this it was just kind yeah. of you know no, these dead, are your options if you look for them no you're dead right that um and i do remember three it, it feeling more organic but still having that really cool parkour you know style to it like the way you could run through the trees and do all the stuff and it'd link up really well yeah i fit now it is it is just you just hold forward to win. Off yeah, it's, it's walk, yeah. It I mean, is, the combat's like, better, but the, the combat is kind of lacked. Yeah, and, and then I think with Odyssey as well, it's there wasn't a lot there for those parkour, parkour ports. It didn't really fit in that well no. unless you're in the major cities. So I can see why it was kind of dropped off a little bit. It, um, yeah, like, I'm really hoping with Valhalla that we're going back to like more natural, like more bushland, not more bushland, but more like forest and stuff like that. We're going to see something closer to threes. Um, as far that would as be the good. fluidity in the world, that would be fantastic. Yeah, definitely. And I also miss the I miss the stealth aspect of the game. I I am pretty much yes. role playing this game as uh, like fucking um, Brad Pitt's Achilles off Troy. That's all. I'm just a warrior, man. I don't stealth anything. <laughs> I just bash people on the head. I've got it on the hardest difficulty you can go, and it always keeps putting uh, fucking enemies two levels above me, which is, yeah. is fine. It's okay when it's that, but it's when you get the fucking bounty hunters uh, as well that can just two-shot you. It's just like, all right, that's, you know, it makes it hard. So I'm enjoying that that challenge to the combat. Yeah, um, the Spartan kick but, becomes your best friend, especially on cliffside. Oh, you just kick everybody off. You're like, Sparta! Every I time. Feel like, 
I feel like that is so. It, I, I do. I use it. I abuse the hell out of that thing. Yeah. Um, I feel like it's broken though. It's so easy. Like I was the, the kicking people you... off the um, like that were like five, ten levels higher than me. I was kicking them off cliffs. Yeah, yeah. I wandered into an area I wasn't supposed to. And I was like, man, that's yeah. uh, that. yeah, just fucking <laughs> eat off. Um, and I don't understand the whole in the water, uh, the naval combat one. I'm enjoying the naval combat. It's not as good as Black Flag. Uh, only because they're limited, obviously, by the uh, the technology of the era. You can't yeah, have cannons um, and better projectiles and stuff like that, like they did with Black Flag. Yeah, they just kind of put it in for the sake of, oh, it's an Assassin's Creed game. This worked really well in Black Flag and everyone loved it. So we're just putting it in every game now because we kind of have to, because if we don't, someone will be upset about it. Oh, but definitely. It, it yeah, just felt slapped in it. there. Like, if, if it was just travel... That'd be cool. You'd collect resources and whatever, but that'd be, that would also be kind of boring. But it also means you could kind of work or work your way around shrinking that map a bit too, which is huge. The the map is it's, it's scary, it, man. Speaking Three of the map, of travel places. Yeah, speaking of the map, I've seen. Um, I forget someone tweeted out last week about uh, Valhalla being much smaller map size, and I was like, yes. Along with everyone, I think like how fucking good is that finally they're listening don't have to do this gigantic over the top map and just fill it to the brim with shit um and then they come out today and they go uh no this is actually bigger than odyssey so yeah prepare yourself for that but they they did say it wasn't like just the main map like there's like the main map which is like norway and england and then there's other levels which they can't talk about yet so i'm assuming i'm gonna make a wild assumption that's gonna be like something to do with the gods and it's a separate area that is contributing to that size so mm, yeah, it could well be maybe uh, like i hope as long as it's like not too bloaty like there's a balance with open world if they're gonna be big they're gonna be full but they can't be too bloaty it's a, it's a real fine balance to kind of strike and honestly i'd rather see a smaller map with more stuff i'd to rather do. see it sm- yeah I'd, I'd, I'd rather see a smaller map and a smaller game um it's just it is too big. Assassin's Creed Odyssey is too big it by is. about a, th- a third, maybe. It's, it's it's ridiculously huge, and it's just some of those islands you visit once for one thing, and that's it. Really? Yeah. There's like there's like a side quest you go may go there one like once or twice, and that's it. It's like, oh okay. Like each island will have its own little set of like a, a tower to unlock or landmarks to unlock or something to unlock there there'll be two or three things there to do but generally there's like one side quest on a lot of those smaller islands you're like okay i traveled uh, like half an hour to get here and there's yeah, like I've four things that. to do i just i don't feel i don't know how i feel about that i mean you can fast travel I've once you get few. unlocked but yeah so i've done a few i just i don't think i've really come across any meaningful side stories yet nothing that's really kind of stood out the only one that kind of stood out was well, the uh, the little girl. Um, fuck, I think she's on one of the pirate islands. Like, you've got to help her go get um, some jewels and some dirt or some shit like that. And it's like, oh yeah, I think I remember that one. Yeah, she yeah. she makes her own friends like out of clay because she's got no one. Her parents yes, yes, I, yeah, that, that one was. She, that was and her dying wish was like, go make some friends. And this is like, yeah, and you've got the yeah. choice. It's like, can you be an asshole? You know, or do you go along with it? Yeah, there's a few uh, of those. That's the, only one that's, that's the only one so far for me that has stuck out at all. 
there's a few of those little hidden gems in there. Like I think there's one with a, a a town that you've got to save and like just interacting with the township. There's a whole like section of side missions for it. I think it's like a quest of like six or seven, and it's just all this weird shit going on, and it is hilarious. Um, right. Uh, but, I'm happy with those. Give me, give yeah, me those exactly. experiences. But I mean, I just I didn't, you know, I've done that many of the shitty ones where it's like, um, can you, good sir, go fetch my sword for thou? It's like. Fuck off, really? You go to the blacksmith, dude. It's like, all right, yeah, I need this dude's sword. And the guy's like, well, I need flowers first. You better go pick me some fucking red flowers from over on that hill, bring it back here, and then I'll give you the sword. It's like, yeah, there needs to be an acceptable fetch quest to side quest ratio. Because the side quest and fetch quests are there. We have to segment them because fetch quests are shit. You can have one or two, and that's okay. But if they outweigh the side quests, it's like, what's why? I feel like they, um, Assassin's Creed, uh, as a series, had an issue with with some of the quests. Um, one of the one of the old quests that used to be real, it used to be in their heaps. They fucking had it in there as a staple. Um, was the tailing people? Remember when you always had to tail someone? Oh, that was always obnoxious. Oh, and you had to stay within a fucking certain range. They would stop and have a smoke and talk for five minutes, and then they'd keep plotting on as you either walk along the roof or, you know, blend in. And it's just like, these are the worst. Like, and I feel like they've given up those. I haven't come across one yet, I don't think, so far, which is good. But they've replaced it with, go get me all this fetchy stuff for reasons. Yeah. Other than uh, just, you know, pads the game out. I know we're talking a lot of Assassin's Creed, but I need to know, have you tried any of the community-made ones yet? No, I've seen them on there, but I haven't. Like, so, some of them are like most of them are pretty air, but there. Uh, I think there was one I found. It was an absolute cracker. There was like a guy pretending to be a um, was it a manticore? I think, and he like fell in love with the bull statue, <laughs> and he had to like reunite him with this bull statue so he could marry it. It was like it was like really fucking weird, but it was really really cool to see like just community like weird community shit in there. I can good. I can see I can see that would be interesting. There should there would be some cool ones in there. I turned it off. I disabled it because I hate having a, like a super dirty HUD with just so much going on. Like that yeah, map in my brain when you open it up and it's just waypoints and dot points and question marks and all this shit to go see. It's like fuck. But other than that, I don't think I haven't been playing playing much. I have not. What about Absolutely. you? What have you got into this last week? This last week, um, what did I get into? I um, continued on with uh, Uncharted 3. I'm almost done. I think I'm in the last couple of missions there. I'm up to like the desert part. Oh, yeah. So, yeah I'm you fairly just close. fell out of the plane? Yeah, just fell out of the plane and walked across the desert for what felt like hours. Um, How cool is that sequence, though? And remember when that came, that came out years and years ago, man, that was... That was, it was really cool. It was it tripped me up actually. I was like, it was like in one of the big wide cinematic shots, and you just like a little dot in the screen. I was just sitting there waiting for something to happen, and then I looked and <laughs> went, "Oh shit, I'm gonna do this!" It totally caught me out. I was probably sitting there for a solid minute or two. I was like, "Hey, it's happening. I'm waiting." And then I bumped the, I bumped the thing. I'm like, "Oh, I have to move." Genius, gotcha. smart. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm enjoying that. Um, it's been a lot of fun. There's, um, yeah, no, no real qualms with it so far. It's been pretty good. I'm enjoying the series as a whole. Um, still, 
mass the, the massive story gaps kind of bug me a bit but you know that's i guess yeah, well, you're the, always gonna you're gonna see those easily because you're playing them back to back exactly else yeah like fucking four years for the game four years come between back each one yeah. Yeah. yeah um so no one even cared i've been playing um apex season five as well i've been um sucking back into that a little bit how's that going it's all right um They've got like is some. Ga- is, is it the game that just keeps kind of ticking along? Yeah, it is. It's totally it's like they, season five new. had like um, new legend Loba, um, who basically can steal loot from a certain area with her ultimate and do a few cool things with that. And then they buffed and buffed and nerfed a few things. You know, good sandbox change, which um was a bit weird. Changing things are a little bit questionable in there, and. They've added like this. I'm not sure what it is yet because it hasn't unlocked. But apparently, there's like a PVE. There's like a story mode that's happening on the side. So each day you've got to go. You play one game and you go to and you pick up like this little chest thing that you get out of like the main storage containers. Mm-hmm. And you get five of those, um, and then you unlock the next story part. And I haven't. So the first story part was just was just a, a text readout. Like, you went through, it was like a, a whole scene with all the different characters in a room discussing what was happening. And then, or what happened with following the events of Season 4 through to Season 5. And then apparently there's like a, a PvE story mission that unlocks tomorrow. They're right. Um, if you have Some all the tokens, game. you can go and play it. Yeah, so I'm, I'm, I've been playing that because I'm really interested to see how that turns out. Are they, are they going uh, similar to Blizzard with Overwatch, you think? Yeah, yeah, they have like, very they, much with the in-game lore. Pretty big narrative through those games. So. Yeah, there's been a constant narrative. Like all the all the legends that are there have generally interacted with each other throughout the lore in in one circumstance or not. Like um, Re- Revenant, who was one of the newer heroes from last season, um, is tied in with Loba. Um, he kills her parents when she was young. She witnessed that, so she's chasing him. So there's like a, there's a whole larger narrative going through with lots of little kind of interconnected things between each character as well, which is really really cool to see. Um, yeah, sweet. But yeah, so I'm I'm interested to see what this 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 PVE mode is. I'll know more tomorrow. Um, hopefully it's hopefully it's good. Even if it's just a little mission, that'd be sweet. Because respawn do do fantastic mission structures. I like to see later with the legends, especially with the move sets and stuff that they have, and what they did with like Titanfall two and stuff. Oh yeah, hundred percent. They're 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 quite gifted at the single player stuff. They are, yeah. I mean, they've. I think now they've. I think I was reading something earlier. They've now got a dedicated. They've made a small studio just to work on Apex now, and that's it. They're, uh, they're branching okay. off into a separate thing for Apex, and yep. then they're going to be working on more stuff. So I'm assuming there'll be another Fallen Order on the way. Maybe another new IP. There was rumors yeah, of Titanfall being cancelled or something. The three was being cancelled. They were looking at working on it, and then they stopped working on it. There's a whole smoke yeah. I think they, thing I think they shit, I think they shit can the whole Titanfall thing and uh, being greenlit for another two more Star Wars. They want to turn the, the EA want to turn the Star Wars one now into a trilogy because obviously the As first one with being Star Wars. <laughs> roaring success. And yes, it's a Star Wars game. It's got to come in the threes. Exactly, it has to. Or nines. Who knows? Oh God, could, no. Could Just you? three. I, hey. I mean, I'm good for a whole I, I, I set of stories, take, but you know, I would take I would take nine stories from Respawn in uh, Star Wars, and look at they fix a yeah, few definitely. things. Definitely, definitely. I, mean, uh, I thought it was pretty. Yeah. And um, I so that's it, eh? 
No, I had one more. I, I played a bit this week. I, I played a, um, a demo for a game on Steam called Rustler. And it's like GTA 2, but in uh, medieval top age. Top, no, top everything about GTA 2. Like right, the ridiculousnesses yeah. of it, the, the the stupid quotes, like the, that whole feel. But you're yeah, okay. a medi- you just, it's set in medieval times. So um, like, wh- <laughs> right? I need to know more. Okay, so you start off as like this this kind of you wake up hungover as shit. Um, you've been out partying the night before. You some I can't remember his name, but you're, you're kind of a drunken drunken thug, a bit of a party animal, young bloke, and. You, you like you, when you come to the map, like it goes over the it scans over the map, and there's like a cow on the roof with horse spray painted on it, and all this kind of weird shit going around. And you've got to go <laughs> and, <laughs> and the, the, you wake up and you're low health, and to get your health up, you have to go skull a bottle of alcohol that's on the like, it was like a, a, an ale or something on the floor next to you. Um, so yeah, this is all still top down. And then you just go around doing various <laughs> tasks for various for your boss, who's very kind of like mob boss esque. Um, yeah, drug dealer. Yeah, a bit of a drug dealer. Yeah, yeah. And I think this is the character about the game. So there's lots of lots of little references in there to lots of other games, um, and lots of like pop culture references, which was really cool. But they have like the the the, the knights, which are kind of like the police. They have the horses, and when you're in the trouble, you have like a star rating and everything. Um, when they start chasing you, the horses start flashing blue and red. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> and then you can... There's bards. While you have your own radio station, you can hire bards. And they can yeah. get on the horse with you and follow you around. And you can get them to change the song. And there was like... Oh, there's a bard right, with a little loot. And I had, him play, okay, cool. I had him playing techno the entire time. So it was fucking fantastic. But yeah, the demo's on Steam at the moment. I had a good I had a good few hours with it. The controls were a bit wonky. Um, the player to horse, like the player and horse controls are very different. I, I had trouble with that. Um, I just, but yeah, it was a fantastic game. It was heaps of fun. Well worth checking out if you've um, got a spare couple of hours. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, is it got a re- release date or? Not yet. It, it, it's release date is when it's ready. Right. Fair yeah. enough. No, that's fun. Anything else you've been into? No, that's it this week. That's, um, what are you looking forward to playing next week? Week after what you next week, um, work's been weird, so I'm I'm going back to them, so I'm settling into that routine. So I probably won't be playing as much. I want to finish Uncharted three definitely this week. I'm sure I will. Maybe chart start Uncharted four. Um, season five of Xbox stuff. I want to get in that PVE stuff, and then hopefully maybe maybe I might be picking up Man Eater. Oh yeah, yeah, because that game looks fun as hell. It does. Um, that's definitely. Uh, what I'll be playing this weekend. Um, yeah, I'm definitely. Is I'm that Friday? It. Is it something like that? Um, I think the twenty second. So yeah, Wednesday. Uh, so I don't know if it's Saturday in Australia, maybe. Yeah, it must it's be twenty second in the US. Who knows? Either yet. way, it's out in a couple of days. Um, hopefully, I get the copy early. Because he said I've got the review code. He's just waiting for it to come through. So it's like, come on, just damn it, because it's already out. Unfortunately, it's already been broken street date. Um, uh, heaps and places. So the full game is out on YouTube if you're oh, no. interested, I guess, in going to watch it. Uh, it looks quirky. It looks fun. It just looks like a, a, a game for the sake of a game. Yeah, yeah. It's dark. It can evolve into 
a bigger, stronger armored shark and stuff like that. Just electrical it seems, powers and like yeah, and it lava seems interesting. And, and yeah, it, and it's not it's not huge. Uh, I think they've already said it's like you know maximum fifteen hours. Oh, that's all right though. Like as long as it's, yeah, that's good. As long as it's a solid good. fifteen hours, it's a good game to play. Yeah, I think that's a good length. It's a, like that gives you a good couple of good sessions at it. Um, because I mean, in the end, it'll have to probably it, like most games. Every game, it would probably get very repetitive. Yeah. Oh, the um, other game I checked out before we go into our deals was Ghost Runner. Did you play that? Yes, I did. I wanted to talk with you last week, but you weren't here. <laughs> How did you like it first? I, I, I fucking, fucking loved, loved it. it. Yes. See, look, twinsies. We know. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh right, my god! You go it first. Was, oh, it was just. I mean, I, I spoke about it a little bit, but um, it, it's hard to it's hard to talk about something when there's not someone there. Like Stormy was here, but he was he hadn't played it. Um, he'd watched me play it, so he, he was kind of going off the same beats that I was. Um, but it is just so fluid and fun, and like if you put the Doom music on, like the Doom soundtrack when you play it, <laughs> yeah, oh my fucking idea. god, it was amazing. <laughs> um, but it's it just it's it's really simple. But yes. it's done really, really well, and it's really fluid, and I just, it just felt good to play. Yeah. And like as someone who isn't as good at mouse and keyboard, um, I'm fairly below average on it. I started picking it. Up. It took me a couple of runs, but I started like really getting the hang of the controls. They were really simple and straightforward, and I can see a lot of potential with that game. Just like not. It's going to be like the world's best game, but it's going to be a good game, and I think it's going to get some really interesting speed runs going through there. It's going to have a, a wicked speed running community, man. Yeah, I, um, for sure. I think my first couple of runs were, you know, obviously terrible because you're learning the controls. It was like twenty minutes or something like that. Yeah, but as as I progressed and got better and better, obviously, uh, I think I got down to four minutes. Shit! Wow. Yeah, I think the best. I I think I had like three runs. The best I got to was about. Eight or nine. Um, uh, no, see, I didn't. Yeah. There, there's there's blatant shortcuts that you can take. Like you totally skip entire sections if you if you can do quirky jumps with it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I I loved it. Um, same reasons that you just said. It's it's very fluid and it plays so silky smooth on that on PC. Holy yeah, shit! Man. It was so smooth to play. Um, the bet the controls feel really good. They feel tight. There's not they're not loose like. The whole the whole wall running uh, parkour style system needs to be tight. You can't have it all, you know, loose controls yeah, it's and be very, very just responsive. Can't be flowed. Yeah, it's that right amount of giving the player that little bit of extra float when you jump, but also having the weight there that will pull you back down into the right spot. Like, and it just it feels natural to do. It's not overused and it's not underused. It's just it's hit really well. And then I really like the the one shot death. I yes. really enjoy that because they you respawn super fast, like instantaneous. You die, you you respawn, you're running again. Like it's no, there's there's no loading screens, there's no fuck ass and about. It's you're straight back into it. And I found that gave it like a really cool um, strategic level to beating the sections because you yeah. could run it the same way each time and learn from your mistakes, and then on your last run. You nailed it. You, you run, jump, yeah. flip, drop, go around, chop people in half, fucking, and then slide through the gap. And it's like, yeah, that felt really cool. Also, that speaking really of cool speaking, speaking of those enemies, it's, can we just talk about how fucking accurate they are? Super accurate. <laughs> fucking, they, 
They are laser guided, man. <laughs> the the second follow up shops come comes through so fast too. It's like you just recover. It's like, oh no, I'm dead again. Yeah, you've if you got don't to, move the right way, uh, you've got to learn to, that shift button. Like yeah, and I got into the habit of just pushing shift, which was really annoying because you just dash and like dash forward. You've got to really train your pinky to fucking hold it down. And then toggle which way you want to go because that that yeah, game so is I ended so up much control. Putting that on my mouse. I uh, say so I didn't bother rebinding anything, but that's a yeah. good idea. Yeah, I, I had it on the mouse. That was all, all I had to worry about was slide on the shift, and then yeah. the everything and I could just hold the... that down and yeah, spam yeah. the living so shit for, out of it. For everyone listening who does not know, Ghost Runner is a it's coming to PlayStation, Xbox, and PC. Sometime this year's 2020 date, um, there was a demo up on the Steam store that is now gone though. It was only a temporary, like a yeah, it's um, gone now, a one and done thing. Yeah, you're pretty much a you play as a cybernetic ninja. You're you're woken up with this whispers in your head, and you you're in a big mega city. That's uh, that's what cy- It's a very cyberpunk. The whole setting, the whole appeal of it is very cyberpunk. Um, and the idea is you are a climber. Um, you know, you're part of a renegade group and you need to ascend the tower, this gigantic mega tower um, to take down, I forget what they're called, the key key masters, I think that's it. I know all this because I'm do- I've done a preview on it, but I haven't been able to fucking record it because I've been sick. Yeah. Um, yeah, game looks, game looks and feels amazing to play. So first person, think, uh, think Mirror's Edge, uh, Crossword, Cyberpunk. Really, yeah. If Gen- it's, it's, if Genji played Mirror's Edge, Mirror's Edge is um. If you've played Mirror's Edge, then you'll have a good understanding of what this is about. Yeah, done. Should All we right. move on to some deals? We this should. Week? All right, <laughs> let's go and start over with the PlayStation Plus again. City Skylines and Farming Simulator Nineteen. Um, probably a good two weeks left on those. Next up, we have Pearson Deals Mass Effect Andromeda, which is the Deluxe Recruit Edition for $9.59. I think that, obviously, the game caught a shit ton of flack, deservedly so, uh, when it released. But for under $10, if you're sitting at home, bored, isolated, that is a pretty good sci-fi story for for $10. Yeah, definitely. Have you played it? No, I haven't. I've never really been into Mass Effect. I know I'm, I'm, I've, I think I played two at some point, um, borrowed it off a friend. I just, I couldn't get into it. Again, it was years and years and years ago, but I didn't, I didn't really enjoy it. Yeah. And not for everyone. Um, but I've played it and beaten it. And for that price, really good. Well, well worth it. A game you have played though, puppies, is A Way Out for $11.98. What can you tell people about A Way Out? Get the fucking game for ten bucks, twelve bucks, man. <laughs> just, just do it. Um, so a way out is interesting. Um, it's a, it's a cow. It's styled as a couch co-op game, but you can play it online with a friend. They give you like a code, so you don't have to buy it twice, which is really really cool. Um, and you can share that code with your friend. It's like a, a, a demo code they give you, and you can play through the game together. Um, which is perfect for you know current situation. Um, but you Pretty play much. as as um, two guys end up in prison, and you have to help each other break out. Um, and some would say 
find a way out. You can find a way out, even. Um, <laughs> like, it's very co-op heavy. Like, I think you can play this single player, but I don't know how that would. Like, I think you've got to move like because like on on your screen you see both screens. Like it's not a full screen of one person, so you see like. Or what your left friend's is doing. one character, right? So you can see what your friend's doing at the exact same time in real time, and so you've got to work together to solve these kind of these puzzles and figure out where to go to, to progress to the next stage. And it's really cool. It's really really well done. Um, story and it's really good too. I, I I some of the funnest time I think I played this with Winky. And we would like laughing our ass off the entire time. We were just like, because you can troll each other pretty hard. Like, there's like sections where you like jump off a cliff and your friend has to catch you. And you can just totally not catch them and they'll die and have to do it all over again. And (laughs) (laughs) it's the funniest shit. But yeah, definitely, definitely a game worth picking up. Um, So if you're worried about having to buy it for a friend, you don't have to. Just go out. I'm surprised you were actually able to drag Winky away from um, Destiny 2. Uh, I have I have many powers. Many, many, many powers. powers. <laughs> Jesus. All right, moving over to Xbox this week. Our games with gold, Warhammer 40K, Inquisitor, Mata, and V-Rally with Overlord 2. Deals with gold this week. Sid Meier's Civilization for 13... Uh, Civilization 6, sorry, for $39. And Batman, The Enemy Within for $7.50. Switch, we have Dragon's Dogma, Dark Arisen for $26.56. And Rumbo first blood for six dollars yeah oh i know this game i know this game that that is not a typo it i i checked it out it it, it looks pretty good so obviously it's a um a ripoff of rambo first blood but you click on it and the first catchphrase that comes up is uh tactical cleaner action or something like because you're a roomba you play as a roomba yeah that goes around the house um top down it's a comedy stealth game um, and you've got to stop people breaking into the house by setting traps and doing that. It looks funny as um, it is. Um, I remember watching this one get developed, um, and it looked yeah, it, it like looked funny as hell to play. Just like smearing people's blood all over the floor and trying to clean it up and shit. Yeah, definitely. Um, and Dragon's Dogma too. Just on that one, A very very good game. Um, Dark Souls Cross Monster Hunter. If I had to kind of grab two other games that are in the same series definitely check that out um really really good i fucking hope they do another one for next gen because that would just be fantastic over on the epic store holy jesus epic uh, featuring quite heavily this week in um in our newsreel but they're also got grand theft auto 5 the premium edition for free so this comes with the complete story, Grand Theft Auto Online, and all existing gameplay upgrades and content. You'll also get the Criminal Enterprise Starter Pack, which is the fastest way to jumpstart your criminal empire in GTA Online. The sale ends on the 22nd of this month at 12.30 a.m. So if you want it, log in, add it to your library, bam, it's there. That's Which huge. is really convenient because it just came off Game Pass too. Yeah, so yeah. it's like Rockstar really, really G- pushing GTA this game every way. Um, that online is keeping them alive, that. man. Well, exactly, that <laughs> online raking it. It's smart, though. It makes sense. It's like, let's give them mm. a single-player game that we don't care about anymore because it came out bloody half a decade ago. Um, and these guys will just keep pumping money into our online casinos. It's ridiculous. 
how successful that game is. I don't I don't play it anymore. Do you still play it? No, I no. I used it? I used to play online for a while. I think I stopped not long after the first expansion pack, which was like the the CEO one, which is the I think the one they're giving out now. Um, and the heists was the last thing I did, which was cool. Um, frustrating when it's online and trying to match make because it's a bit wonky. But um, yeah, I, I used to play with friends all the time, and I know there's like a huge, especially on PC, there's a massive role play community as well. So That's if you were ever looking at getting into it, this is the way to go. It's free, so you can't you can't lose out. And it's the PC version, so it's huge, isn't it? That role playing yeah, massive, thing? yeah. And it's just people that roll. You just make it, make a character. And then I don't know. Do you have any understanding? So what, of what, what happens is um, there is a custom server that is made by somebody, whoever, and people can go in. They have a character. They create the character. They create a backstory name, and then they just go around and interact with the world like it's a normal fucking day. They might have special events on, but like there are some really good characters out there. Um, but yeah, it's it's really fun to watch too. You just like. Because a lot of people that will like will stream it will like go cam off, and it'll just be the character on the screen. So it's really immersive for everyone that's watching as well. And it's just like watching GTA oh, TV. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just people like interacting with the world. They might set up some stuff beforehand. They say, "Hey, we're doing this today. I'm here. Blah blah blah. This is what I'm doing." They might kind of interact in that way. Um, but it's normally like at least thirty people on a server. At least um, depends. I know I can get a lot more. I think for memory. But um, really cool to watch. And if you were ever interested in doing it, yeah, it's free. So, good try. Get amongst it. Ah. Get amongst it. Well, let's move into the news this week. Got a fair bit to get through. Are you are you excited? Are you ready? Always, never. Always, never ready. Always, never ready. <laughs> All right, <laughs> let's fucking do it. All right. First off, we're gonna have the Dual Sense haptics to let you feel rain and weather. In a game, apparently. So, former editor and all-round amazing Aussie, Alana Pierce, hosted a recent roundtable with some developers. And while talking, Mike Bithell let slip with some info regarding the upcoming PS5 controller. During this explanation on sound in a game, Bithell begins typing furiously on his computer, telling the podcast, I'm just doing the thing where I Google something to see if it's been announced yet referring to the fact that he has seen and used the PlayStation 5 development hardware, including the DualSense controller for the new console. Dancing around some non-disclosure agreements, Bithel says, all I am saying is you are going to love what they're doing with the controller on the PS5, the DualSense stuff. Bithel goes on to say that he has seen some demos relating to the haptic feedback, specifically related to raindrops, that imply that the controller will allow you to feel when it's raining in the game or perhaps other environmental effects. While this doesn't reveal a ton of new information beyond what we already know about the DualSense controller, it does confirm that even smaller developers have seen and used the controller, and that they're being given at least tech demos of what the implementation of the haptic technology could look like. What do you reckon, dude? This is a feature I'll be immediately shutting off. <laughs> yeah, I, I hate yeah. vibrating controllers. It's the worst. I, I don't like it. But it's and if it's going to do, it's, I mean, it'd be cool to go not vibrating. That wouldn't be. That's not totally all vibrating. Yeah, but it's going to, I don't know. It's going to feel a bit differently. It's, it's, oh, you feel differently, sure, but I don't know how I'm going to feel like, imagine just playing it and you're in a game that's like, constant, like, has like rain as like a whole thing. And that it, like after I could, like after a long period of time, I feel like it would just get too much. 
you know? Like, it'd be cool yeah, for some yeah. gameplay moments and stuff like that, but I have, like, I, by default, turn most vibration and controller movement off um, feedback-wise. So, I mean, I'll try it, but I don't think it's something I'd, I'll be sticking with long-term just because of who I am. <laughs> Fair enough. But the tech um, is really cool. I, I like that. It'll come down to the developers, what they... What they oh, yeah, uh, definitely, yeah. Obviously, how they implement you know the tech um like you said though you know if you're playing fucking heavy rain <laughs> uh, obviously uh you don't want that feeling going through your hands the entire time look i'm um i'm not i'm skeptical on these these things like i love the tech i love how like what it could do but i've seen too many things especially on playstation side uh you know speakers in the microphone uh, in the controller the six axis all that shit just not get utilized correctly efficiently yeah. you know for whatever reasons um and it just never took off and i just feel it's like a gimmick it that they just tend to flex and no one really yeah that's works it. So with it like, that well if they if they get this tech and they do something really cool with it and it sticks like other games other developers start using it and they really start to incorporate it into the game then i'm i'm happy for it let's, let's see what it can do but until that is this is just yeah it's another piece of um cool tech that probably yeah. won't get fucking used. Exactly. Moving on then. Epic Games announces the Unreal Engine 5 with a stunning PlayStation 5 demo. Epic Games announced the next iteration of its game engine, the Unreal Engine 5, with a stunning demo running on the PlayStation 5. Epic says the demo showed off what next-gen game consoles will truly be capable of once developers have full access to the creative tools like UE5 and the capability to squeeze the maximum out of the new hardware and software baked into Sony's PlayStation 5 and Microsoft's Xbox Series X. The graphics speak for themselves, and Epic has always pushed the bleeding edge of what's possible, CEO Tim Sweeney tells The Verge. Our goal isn't just to bring more features to developers. The hardest problem in game development right now is building high-quality games takes an enormous amount of time and cost. So what we want to do is make developers' lives easier and more productive. To show off the UE5's capabilities, Epic put together a demo running on the developer's version of PS5 hardware and captured the output. The results showcased incredible visual quality combined with the detail and photorealistic lighting Epic promises its new tools will deliver. According to Kim Libre, Epic's chief technology officer, the next-gen consoles are going to give consumers a quantum leap, and UE5 is another leap on top of that. Go. Go. I, it was very pretty. I liked it. Um, I liked that they're making things easier for developers. Like, I don't, I'm not a developer. I had no idea what they were talking about on the technical side of things, but it looks like they're going to make it easier to transfer assets into the game without having to kind of mess around too much. Um, but it, it looked good. I mean, it was very pretty. I mean, it was custom built for that, which is always good. I liked um the, the detail was really really cool. Um, I just I don't know how far do they need to take the photorealism though? Like it's going to get to a point where we're going to start seeing diminishing returns on this. Um, I mean it's good that they're making things more convenient for the devs now. I think that's fantastic. Um, and it may mean games are made a little faster because there's less hassle with importing things and all that kind of stuff. But it was it was pretty cool, man. It was pretty cool. I think the the best thing they showed off that was the new that new lighting engine, the Lumens Lumens, I think it was. Yeah. Um, 
that is a extremely strong contender to ray tracing. It's because it's much more accessible now and not taxing to the hardware. Because um, ray tracing is like, you know, it's what it's the big fucking buzzword with these two new consoles. Everyone's like ray tracing this, ray tracing is going to be fucking great. And ray tracing barely works on PC, even with your best PCs that you can buy today. It fucking hardly works properly. Yeah, um, and no one turns it, it on. No one turns it on um, other than to take, you know, screenshots and stuff like that um, outside of Minecraft, I guess now. Um, so this technology, I feel like the the Lumens thing is a really good step in the direction that it might, you more know, usable. give developers, yeah, something more usable, especially smaller developers who can't afford that massive time sink into trying to work out how to get ray tracing working with such a smaller budget or, yeah, yeah or whatever it is that this is baked into their software. The other thing I think is really cool is some of the other tech they showed in there, man, was like, um, I don't know, you, you're playing Uncharted now. Um, yeah. Naughty Dog were some of the first developers to, you know, really get that that zoom in close to the character and, like, you know, your character will walk through a doorway and they'll put their hand on the doorway, yeah, as they're walking through. Like, it, it just feels like more organic. It's not just you just walking through a doorway. They used to, they would animate that and put that in, no matter yeah, how... That's- Done in you now. In. Yeah, now yeah, you yeah. can just do that in engine for you. Like that is that exactly, is and cool. that saves the hassle of like mocapping, like arbitrary things, like yeah. opening a fucking door. Um, like I said, I'm all for this because it makes not for like how pretty everything looks, but it's making developers' lives a lot easier. It's simplifying yep. the process for them, which means they get to spend more time on other aspects of the game, which means we can see improvements in other areas as well. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Did you see all those, the triangles when they the flicked tri- it over to... One billion triangles. It's like, um, am I just seeing white noise here? And it's like, no, that, that's like a gajillion, gajillion triangles fucking mashed into it. Remember it, when uh, it was polycap? quite impressive. And that was triangles. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah polycap exactly. triangles, man. And uh, t- teraflops now it's teraflops. Uh, SSD and <laughs> teraflops and triangles, <laughs> terafloppy triangles. Who knows what it would be next? Next gen. Um, yeah, I was I, I was impressed with the demo. I thought it was really good. the The thing I think was the um, the great thing that Sony have done is they've stolen the fucking limelight away from Xbox um, and literally didn't have to do a fucking hardly do a thing other than have Epic say it's running on their system. Yeah, exactly. It totally, especially, especially after, after the, the monumental fail of the previous week with their fucking next-gen gameplay experience, you're going to see it all and you don't see shit. Yeah. Um, they literally come out and give you a, a tech gameplay demonstration of what both consoles are going to do. They're both going to be able to do it and run this, but Epic, were, it's on a PlayStation 5 for how much they ever got paid or whatever it is to say that. Um, it's quite a... Um, yeah, it was pretty funny. Smart um, move by um, PlayStation. Like PlayStation haven't, haven't done anything really yet except show us a controller and slap a logo on something. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Which is Which also is supporting they... my theory about PlayStation buddying up with Epic Games in the final war of everything. Microsoft and Steam versus PlayStation and Epic. It could be, but then um, I, I was thinking that as well. But um, Horizon Zero Dawn is on Steam going to steam so oh, yeah. maybe maybe not it would make sense if that was an exclusive to epic yeah uh, you can see that 
kind of being a thing. I don't think that would really get very far. No, you'd want to go on Steam. <laughs> very, um, very interesting. Next up, Ghost of Shishima. You heard about this game before? Finally got some no really idea. good gameplay on about? it. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> this game, all right, Ghost of Shishima gameplay details are finally out in the wild after years of anticipation, thanks to the latest state of play broadcast from PlayStation. With 18 minutes of footage that showcase exploration, combat, stealth, customization, and even details for an impressively kitted out photo mode, it was definitely worth the wait. There was more than enough detail in the video to pour over from now to Ghost of Shima release date in July 17th, though developer Sucker Punch teased that it has so much more to show in the future. The open world adventure looks as deep as it is beautiful, using the history of feudal Japan for inspiration and looks set to be one of the last big blockbusters for the PlayStation 4 before the PS5 muscles its way in uh, into the limelight at the end of the year. In Infamous, you explore powers. In this game, we let you explore what it is to be a samurai inside of this enormous landscape of medieval Japan, says creative director Nate Fox. Uh, Jin Saka has a katana, grappling hook, and his faithful horse to help him, but taking on one of the most intimidating armies in history is still guaranteed to be a challenge most definitely what you think of the gameplay man give me your raw impressions right so i think we, we spoke about this a little bit on twitter um i the, the gameplay looks really good i like the 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 sum and the wind because when they were talking about like not having any like game markers on the map originally when we were first talking about um this game I was like, okay, that's fine but having that aid there where you can press the button to summon the wind to kind of give you a direction to go yeah. For like for your waypoint and stuff, which is, which is really cool. I like the um, I like the integration of the animals as well, showing you points of interest. I thought that was a really neat way of blending it into the world. It's all very it's all very blended. Like it doesn't feel much like a game. No, it feels very natural. It looks yeah. looks very natural. It yeah. looks very natural. Yes, yeah. so it's all kind of built in. Um, the combat looked for me kind of. Kind of simple, which isn't a bad thing. I, I, I was kind of expecting something maybe a little bit complex, and I could be wrong. Um, I could be interpreting things differently. To, I know you have a different viewpoint to me as well, but it looked very kind of press button to win, especially in that first challenge fight. When the, the guy yeah. kind of walked up, he's like, fight Same me! Fight. Which was totally yeah. badass. <laughs> um, <laughs> but it didn't look like gameplay-wise much happened there. Mm. Like the okay. like, we were well, talking about the stances. Tell you, do you want me to tell you what I saw with that? All Actually, right, let's keep going. Give me, give, yeah. me, give me everything you got. I'll, I'll keep now. going through. So with with the stances, I looked into this a bit more. So each stance helps you do better damage to certain enemy types. That's how that works. Um, so yep. certain enemy types are more vulnerable to certain damage type, which is cool. I'm assuming you have four different stances depending off you're doing stealth or the samurai. So there might be like eight different stances. I know it'll be all based off the the mythology as well. Um, but as far as the, the stealth gameplay it looked really cool, felt kind of Assassin's Creed, which is fine. I, it yeah, it did. Yeah. Um, I was like, oh look, assassination. Oh look, smoke bomb. <laughs> but um, it, it looks smooth. Um, the, I'm hoping hoping that stealth mechanic is really good too, because sometimes stealth mechanics can be a bit odd. But um, it looked good. Yeah, it was just that that first fight. It bugged me. I don't know why, but it just seemed too simple. Like I don't know if it was like a it was a button combination press. You had to 
uh, do before or if it's a chance thing or it's like a you have this percentage of chance to win the fight and you see how you go but it didn't like it was it was very quick the dodge ability was cool where it slows down like when yeah, you yeah, dodge you kind of slow down a bit and i think it gives you an ability to to do the thing but i just i, I really don't want the, the the combat to be like parry and hit to win which is what it kind of seemed like for a little bit there for me okay yeah that's fair enough i did see the developer uh developer must have been someone or someone who knew the gameplay um said that that was that combat sequence that we saw uh, was perfected. So they okay. nailed it. Like, right. it's, it was very choreographed to show what they wanted to show. Um, I think that's... Uh, because if you look at the whole, the whole theme of kind of what they showed in that 18 minutes, it was very... It felt very cinematic. Um, yeah. You know, they, they went into detail about, you know, you can swap it to, you know, full Japanese voiceover, which is going to be fantastic. And black and white um, mode as well. Black and white mode yeah. as well. Just looked like those really cool old samurai movies. Um, I think that's that's what they were going for. I don't think they wanted to show off the big hack and slash uh, side yeah. of what combat could uh, very well. And that's why I don't think they showed much traversal either. They didn't show Jin really flipping around and throwing his grappling hook much and stuff like that. We've seen that one little quick glimpse of him jumping around a cliff like that looked very... <clears throat> very Assassin's Creed, like you said. Yeah, exactly. and and it, like, it's not right a bad thing either. Like if if it no, is definitely that, because not. the stealth like that, that kind of combat in <laughs> the Assassin's Creed is it's good. It, it, it feels good to play. Um, yeah, definitely. Just, if they can if they can get that Assassin's Creed feeling, uh, like exploring the world, but get rid of all those fucking way markers that mm. are in Assassin's Creed that just clutter your entire HUD and just remind you every ten seconds that you're playing a video game. Um, if they can get rid of that, have decent combat, uh, yeah, I can. It's gonna be a cracker of a game, man. Definitely onto a winner. That setting, uh, I'm excited for it. Like between yeah. this and the Vikings coming out, I'm getting I'm getting feudal Japan and Vikings, and Vikings. in one year, in the same year, both in open world. Um, you know, going to be pretty deep, complex games. So that that is. That's freaking amazing! And did you see that? Oh, the customization looks sick. How many um, uh, different outfits and all the stuff you can all the, wear? Like, you can, you can dye it too. You've Dude, got to collect the flowers to dye it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, which is really, really nice. Um, uh, the 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 armor the armor was an interesting point as well. Um, so it's going to work where armor gives you certain perks. Uh, I think what the one of the ones we saw was um you automatically heal out of combat um i think a lot of that kind of stuff is again similar to the way the odyssey armor works yeah it's not leveled but each each per you can get different perks to apply to armor and different armor does different things so there'll be some there'll be some really cool um builds there you'll probably be able to manage so the more the more you the more you think about it i I honestly think that's like the way they're showing the game off is yeah on purpose they're going for it. like they want to show you like the, they don't want to show you the gamey side of it like the stats and the the bits and pieces and all the crafting and the shit that you know that's going to be in the game but um, they're definitely going for the more movie esque approach um, yeah. to selling and I think that re- that works that's really okay. well yeah yeah I think that works really well um, but like you touched on the environmental um, things that just the triggers and stuff like that having animals and the wind that guides you and stuff that is. Um, I like that. That's that's yeah, it's really it's clever. A bit of innovation. Like it. It's very yeah. clever, and it's just like and it's, it's not just exactly complex to... either. It's very simple. Yeah, well, it looks simple. Well, 
again, we're not developers. Yeah, we're but not developers. But I understand where you're yeah, coming it's, from. It's not like, a, oh, yeah. I have to do this, this, and this to get this going. Just press button, go this way. I mean, it's, it's been a lot of yeah. games in different ways. Like Dead Space had the line on the ground and stuff um, that you used to follow. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, yeah it's, it's good that they've got that there for just that little bit of help because you can totally anything, opt, opt out of it. Anything like that that immerses the player a lot more, I think it's a challenge that developers are really trying to take on more as these games evolve, as well as making them look pretty. It's more, you know, it's how do you how do you get the player to sit down with the controller and by the time they stop, it's been 10 hours. You know, it's like, holy shit, we're what happened like i've just yeah. been fully pulled into this world like they're the moments that i think they want people to have which is I, and that's i think cool. that's what we need this gen is just more immersion yeah bring us yeah. in let's let's i yeah. mean gaming games are cool but we need some really good immersive especially with story stuff right like you need yeah. that really good immersive world to go with the story because the story can be good but if the world's crap it's not as good I'm looking forward to to just exploring that world. Um, I've already seen like there's big forts and castles and stuff for you to infiltrate, and you can do everything is either full you can do full stealth or you can go full samurai. The stealth, uh, the the ghost ghost gen is what they're calling yeah, it. The evil, it's fucking badass, man. Um, yeah, like you said though, I hope they nail the stealth and it's not it's not really gimmicky. Like I hope there's some I hope there's some cool stuff that they can do with it. Um, but yeah, that looks. That looks fucking cool. It looks like um Tenchu. Getting some mad little Tenchu vibes there with the um with the little grappling hook and, and yeah, whatnot. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I am down. I'm down. Um definitely I think because I've had The Last of Us spoiled for me now, I'm more excited for this game than The Last that's, of Us. That's understandable. honestly I'm more excited for this than The Last of Us and I haven't been spoiled. Um I think Fair mostly because it's a fresh IP and something not wildly yeah. different, but it's a fresh yeah. IP. And like Last of, Us, Last of Us would be great, but I mean, have I waited you, like four years to play it and I was okay with it. Have you played Infamous? No, it's another one I haven't got, right. but I'll eventually yeah. get um, so, to play. Uh, I was having a talk with Black Rage, um, mm. fond listener of the cast um, and in our Discord, and she's quite knowledgeable on the whole uh, samurai lore, I guess. She uh, quite knowledgeable, it turns out. And we were having a discussion because it's inf- uh, infamous sucker punch. Um, in infamous, in those games, it was about power, but there was a karma system. There was good and bad. And from that, you could have two different, very distinct gameplay styles and two very different endings that would affect both games. Um, and depending on what you went, you could be evil Cole or good Cole. And we're wondering how, uh, if, Sucker Punch, because they're really good at doing that. Are they going to bring that back into, you know, are they going to weave that into this game through, you know, you've got two, you've got the samurai mode, which is honorable facing enemies, killing them, or you've got more guerrilla tactics and being a ghost, which is not being a samurai. Um, yeah, so maybe you can... So maybe you get, maybe there are two options you get to play with and a karma system is built into that would be really cool. That would be cool. Yeah, I'd like that. Um, yeah, I always like the comic system. It's always interesting. Um, it gives people different different stories to tell when, like, like, we can play the same game, like we both play, and we have totally different experiences, which I think is really, really cool. And I like that in big games, especially open-world games like this. You know, you make all those different choices. Oh, and, like, with, with Odyssey, it's 
the same thing. I know this one we both played. The different choices you made. There's like seven different endings. Does they? they? They vary. It's it's mostly just variants, but okay. your choices in side quests can or certain quests like that you would not be aware of early in game affect who's who's around in the end game, right? And who's on your side and stuff. It's it's, it's really cool. Um, so yeah, something like that be would a, be. It's going to be a lonely, lonely end game for me in Odyssey because <laughs> my dude is an asshole. Yeah, <laughs> I'm um, killing everyone. <laughs> every, everyone died in mine as well, and people were like, "Oh, yeah, I had the right. whole, f- I had, I had everyone there." I'm like, "Oh, whoops, <laughs> crickets." <laughs> Uh, yeah, every everyone was there at mine too. Hey guys, yeah, yeah, it was fine. <laughs> um, back on Ghost, um, yeah, very much. If they can implement the karma system like that, like they did with the previous Infamous games, yeah, I'm down for that. Yeah, for just sure. another another level of um, detail, and I'm interested to see how much more they're going to show of it. I assume we're probably going to see another pretty decent gameplay I think, chunk. I think we'll see something a little more on the the technical side of the gameplay next, like. They've shown yeah. us the cinematic of us. They'll, they'll show us like how the builds work or something, how the armor works or something like that. Um, Which would be cool. I would like, like an in-depth like in that. combat just to kind of give us a bit of... Not too much though, because it's there's something about discovering how things work too that's really, really nice. Yeah. It's yeah, kind definitely. of yeah, a, a, nice, a nice good look at the combat, I think, is what I need now. But I'm, I'm still... I'm pretty sold on the game so far. Oh, definitely. Um, a fantastic way... Um for sending out a console with a brand new IP. Yes. Uh, it's, um, it's what Sony are extremely good at because last time they sent the PS3 out with The Last of Us as a brand new IP. So yeah, pretty good, um, you know, getting all these games all the way up right until the fucking death. Until the death. So next, we have Epic Game Store apparently offers partial refunds if a game you bought goes on sale. So, have you ever bought a game digitally only for it to go on sale just a few days later? Annoying, right? Epic Game Store is reportedly streamlining the process of returning and repurchasing a game so the buyer can take advantage of late-breaking discounts with a new automated system, which appears to have been rolled out with the usual fanfare. Without the usual fanfare, sorry. You recently placed an order from Epic Game Store, an email reads. The price of the game or games you have purchased was recently lowered, so we are issuing a partial refund for the difference. Previously, the Epic Game Store encouraged players to refund and repurchase any games that went on sale post-purchase in its official refund policy. Steam's refund policy includes a similar provision. As you can probably tell by the text of the email that was just read, Epic Game Store now appears to be fully to fully automate this process. Um, cool. cool. That's nice. Yeah. I would really um, like it um, the, the, amongst all this. It's Epic, automatic. Yeah, automatic is like, I mean, the less man hours I can spend on doing something like that, it's it's smart. I, I just really want Epic to get a, a cart in their store. That would be fantastic. Having to buy the games and individually. They don't, have a cart. they don't have a cart. After all this time, they still don't have a fucking shopping cart, man. There's like, Jeez. it's like in development. I'm like, it's a fucking shopping cart. It's like everyone has one. Wish.com has got- one. You'll be fine. Only Barry is working on this. Okay, leave Barry alone. Barry. Barry. Everyone else my, is on Fortnite and Unreal Engine 5. Barry is doing the. Uh, he's in charge of the Epic Game Store. But uh, yeah, as it stands, yeah. you have to individually buy the games. Like, buy it and go back, find your other game, purchase it, go back, find your If you're purchasing multiple, if you purchase them too quickly, it'll like say, no, hold on, you're purchasing them too fast. 
It's like some Hang on, how many thing. how many games do you buy at once? Not that many. Like it's mostly like the, the few free when you go for the free ones. And you're like, there's like two or three for that oh, week. Okay. Yeah, you still got to do it for that too. Yeah, right. you still got to do it for that as well. Because like, um, I don't think I've ever gone to a digital store, Steam, PlayStation, X, or any of them, and bought multiple games in once. Like, load up my shopping cart with my digital games. And oh man, Steam sales, out. right? Oh, you can understand. You buy yeah. two or three games, yeah. And like, Epic yeah. has fantastic sales on all the time and really good deals. And the freebies, you know, you go to pick up a game and there's like a good freebie there as well. I didn't think of the freebies. Yeah, you got to yeah. check them all out. And then, yeah, right. Oh, fucking Barry better get onto it because... But uh, yeah, no, this fine. is... Aside from that, this is a rant. <laughs> this is really cool. <laughs> I like this. This is this is nice. It's, uh, hey, yeah. I, I, I'd be interested to see what the time window is. Is it like a week or three days or a month? That would be oh, a month. Yeah. month is way too far. It'd have to be somewhere around a, year. a week. <laughs> a year, yeah. Just Probably yeah. This game you bought nine months ago is on sale. We're giving you a refund for part of it. Yes. Yes. Yes, what I'm getting goes, the fucking full price what of What if it goes City as a freebie? Then? What happens then? Who knows? No. Um, when weren't Epic Store the uh, the anti-consumer store? Wasn't that the narrative everyone was spilling about, talking about versus fucking Steam and because they were buying exclusives and shit like that? Oh, the, the, I, I don't think anti-consumer is the right word, but they were being dicks about everything. Yeah, it was like, yeah, yeah we're, they they had this they had this very kind of self-righteous tone to how they were doing things like we're going to come in we're going to change the change all this and they'll they'll, they'll kind of painting steam as a bad guy and um yeah which is i mean they 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 came in and just dominated with buying shit that kind of upset people a little bit um especially since this is like really the first time pc have seen exclusivity deals between Uh, stores Yeah, definitely. In, in, yeah, in a major way. And I think that 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 going with everything else and then forcing, no, you've got to use our store. You can't just buy this anywhere. I think that's what upset people the most to start out with. They were just very forceful about how they did it, but were trying to paint themselves as the good guy as well. Uh, okay, gotcha. Yeah, it, gotcha. it was more about the, the attitude and the way they did things. Um, but yeah. Well, they're doing, they're doing things right now by automating this process. Um, just, you know... Because you can guarantee that like, I've been burnt by buying a game um, and then the following day it is on sale. Like, oh, yeah. And they're just like slashed 50% off and you're like, really? I've, I have, I've had that. I, I bought a game and then I went on Game Pass. It was like a single player one. I'm like, shit. Fuck. Damn <laughs> <laughs> <Get> you, Microsoft. <laughs> so that is cool then. Um, so yeah, they, if you do that, then there's no fear for it. We don't know the time though. Like I said, most likely a week. Um, you wouldn't see it going any further than that. No. Then they would be the most pro-consumer company around. Next up, it's been a while since we've covered some Destiny 2, so we had to cover it on the cast, and what better way than by Bungie fucking up again? Oh, Bongo. Oh, here we go. So, after grinding all weekend, Destiny 2 players find a quest-breaking bug. That was their reward. Introduced in last week's reset, The Lie is a multi-step quest, the first of which required players to collectively grind through this season's Seraph Towers public events on Earth, Io, and the Moon, and a combined total of, wait for it, 9 million times that fucking public event. As Holy a community. Shit. Not individually as a community, but that is still, that is a lot. 
So there was just one problem. Barely anyone wanted to do it. At the rate players were going a day into the in, into the event, it seemed like they might not finish it before the season even ended. So Bungie swooped in to grease the wheels. The public event was made slightly easier, and each completion was made to count for five and a ten on the weekend. So many players responded by getting to work, running Seraph Towers after Seraph Tower after Seraph Tower. Some ran the activity hundreds of times. Last night, the deed was finished. The players who stood on the sidelines applauding the more committed Seraph grinders, the jubilation was short-lived, however, with players soon discovering that the latest step in the quest was bugged. Following the community-wide completion of the towers, the lie required players to investigate broken equipment on an abandoned crucible map. They then needed to individually get 1,000 kills with a shotgun or 100 in PvP. Considering what some have just been through, these portions look like a breeze by comparison. Unfortunately, after getting the shotgun kills, the players were supposed to go see Rasputin to get their next objective. But instead of starting the final leg of the quest, players are being transported to Aerosmon's encampment on the moon with no update to the quest status. At first, some players thought that this was the usual mysterious setup, requiring players to sniff out further clues. Bungie confirmed the quest was bugged. If you respawned at Eris with when inter interacting with the light quest node on the moon, you are in a bugged state, the game's community manager said on Twitter. We will investigate first thing in the morning and get you updates ASAP. This poor guys. This Honestly. um this particular season um has been really bad for things being broken or bugged. Numbers of exotics have been sidelined at least once for either a weekend or just a whole week in, in some cases or just a couple of days. There's been so many problems with this particular season. Um, and given that the Seraph Towers, that they're doing like a public event, I'm not sure how they, how they work exactly, but they've been a constant theme throughout the last season. Like, do these Seraph Towers, do these Seraph Towers to get things. And then they <laughs> threw this on top and people was like, no. No, no, please, no, no more. We've done enough. I can't take any more. <laughs> it's, um, man, Bungie just can't take a trick, can they? This is, no. it is not, it's not been a good time for them. Um, and unfortunately, everyone, everyone's like, yes, Activision, you big bad bastards, you've, you've gone, that's it. It's, you know, it's unshackled Bungie. Let's see what their creative brain can actually do without, you know, being hamstrung by a evil overlord. Turns out, not much. Not much. It's not dumb. much at all. Um, if anything, it's gone way, way downhill. Um, and even, yeah, even worse. Uh, yeah, you'd have to think if the game wasn't free to play, um, like it is now, which you can play it anywhere. Yeah. How healthy of a state do you think the game would be in now? I don't know. Um, not definitely not as good as it is now because I mean I know a lot of, like a lot of people in the Destiny community who have, have stopped been playing now that they're, they're done like people that have been playing like season after season content drop after content drops like no we're, we're, we're I'm done I can't anymore um, and I get that you know I, I went through the same thing myself uh, a lot earlier on um, but. Well, we, we both did because we, we both, both did, very, yeah, we're yeah. Both very av advocates of Destiny 2. We've logged in thousands of hours. Like, um, it's a game that we would game all, all the time on. Um, yeah, 
it's something that I think we both kind of dropped off at it about the same time as well. We haven't really gone back to explore some of these. <sighs> I think the last time I played was the last raid. Came out. I did that one. Okay. The, the so that's one. a while ago. Yeah, yeah. So I, I stopped playing after that. It was a season of the Undying. I think it was not sure not long after that. I got the Undying title and then oh, That's I, what I, I did. Yeah. That's when I finished as well. Season of the Undying. Um, with that fucking hive mind uh, yeah, yeah, thing, you had to keep running over and over with all the weapons. I can't believe you got that title. Well done. It it, it took a minute. <laughs> what? Um, yeah. What? What do they? What do they do? Because they're having um, having big dramas with trials and hackers. Yeah, lots of cheaters like and trials, huge. which is scaring people off and PvP. There's been a trials, lot of discussions. Well, what? Um, Trials was arguably what kept Destiny One alive and yeah. you know really really alive, especially on the weekends on Twitch. It was huge because um, people were going to the lighthouse, getting carries, you know, and it really brought out it. It brought up a heap of streamers that are big now and YouTubers because that's where they came from doing that. It's not working this time though. No, they've um. The, the, I think with again Destiny being free to play, that has drawn. A lot of changes because oh i've been banned making you account i've been banned making you account um so that's kind of been the process and it, it's pretty bad at the moment because the player base is again so small at the moment like i think compared to the end of destiny one trials we're seeing about a quarter of the player base playing trials if that really yeah it's it's really low Jesus. um so being the pool is so small and the cheaters are so predominant that like they're, they're just sticking out like sore thumbs, and everyone is seeing them. I know Bungie are probably working on a fix, um, but they seem to be taking a long time to do it. it Hopefully, they, it means they go. They're doing something really good, but I mean, do you think how I mean, long uh, does it have to go on before? Do you think we're going to see Destiny three this year, or we'll no. see another expansion? I th I think there's already talk of another expansion, uh, main story, like a main story, like they normally do, like the big expansion. Yeah, like, like a Taken like, King, like a Forsaken kind of thing. Um, yeah, okay. At the end of this year, but I think after that, they're gonna have to do something fresh. I don't know if they can carry on. Like, it may just be it, it, they need a Destiny three to reboot. I think. Um, See, they're they're also they're, they're at a point they're, where there's so much bloat in there too now, mm. and they're talking about sunsetting weapons um, because everyone's still using That's the right. same weapons from season one, which is fair. Um, it's yeah, also, it's also, a lot it's also it's pissing off a shitload of people. Mm, but yeah. like, you, can, you can see why, but it's also it's like, man, you've got to, you know, I I wish that because I love the PvP so much, I wish they had two totally different sandboxes. Yeah, I think that would be the the better way. Fucking split them, split those sandboxes. You just got your PvP side um, with your PvP weapons. That's it. Like that, the, they they don't work in PvE, or they do, but they're useless. You know, or you can't bring them into PvP. Do something to, because they're just. It, it sounds like they're really struggling also to balance weapons correctly. You know, because yeah. you're getting really super strong, overpowered guns um, in the PVE side, trying to drag that in and tame it. I guess to to PVP, it's just yeah. Yeah, I don't they've know. always they're, had they're, they've always had trouble with balance. Yeah, definitely. That's because um, and I know. Box. I, I know that they've said like you know we want guns to be powerful for a while and they rotate out you know change change the sandbox but it's like most of the time the guns are just really broken 
and they hammer them really hard and then they're useless and then something else is just really strong. There's always a leader of the pack happening, but it's just, it's not just, it's way over. Yeah. yeah, It's head and shoulders above everything. Yeah, Yeah. yeah, exactly. Um, There's always a very, very strong meta within Destiny. Every time. Um, What do you... What do you think they're going to do with Destiny 3? Because I see them going to be having an issue because chances are they're obviously going to be uh, chasing at least 60 frames a second uh, moving forward. You would hope so. On on consoles, yeah. On consoles. Um, If it is cross-play with the previous gen, which for all intensive purposes it probably will be, yeah. Um, balancing that as well is also just going to be another fucking wrench for them to deal with, um, especially in PvP. You know, you can't have having people go with 60 frames a second going up against people with 30 is just another tough pill to swallow, I guess, if you're a, if you're playing on those lower consoles. Do you reckon they launch the, the expansion pack that's supposedly coming this year, do you think they're pulling that out of three? Like they did with Rise of Iron, because Rise of Iron was supposed to be in Destiny 2, wasn't it? And they ripped it out of that to stick it in as its own individual expansion. That I'm aware of. I don't remember that being the case. Pretty sure it was. There was something about that's what it was supposed to happen, but they wanted more time to work on it. uh, Oh, yeah. The end game of Destiny 2. So they said, right, well, we've got to have a major expansion for that release because they'd gone another six months, a year or whatever without anything. Do you think that's what they they could be doing that again to stretch it out a little bit longer? Possibly. There's been talk. Yeah, it's there's been a lot of talk about Destiny Three. Nothing ever confirmed though. Um. So I yeah I don't think we'll see anything. We might see an announcement in twelve to fourteen months that they're working on something like you know just the, the start of it. If yeah. that happens, I mean, or they could you know this 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 expansion could tie everything up and that'll be. The, I don't I don't think they'd finish off. They'd have to continue it somewhere, but I think they've they need a, uh, they need a, a new story game to tell. Like, yeah, and surely there, there is so much there with Destiny Two, and I'm I'm cool for another expansion. That's fine. They already have that plan, but I'd really like to see a new game. They can start again from scratch, redo the engine, not redo the engine, but retool the engine, working working cross play, um, have separate sandboxes for PVE and PvP, all those kind of things that are holding them back now because they committed to it so early on. Mm. Um, and just a, another fresh start to see what they could do. Would you go free to play or paid? There is a fucking stigma that comes with free to play. There I is. Like it, I don't like um, it. It's it's hard. Like as a, as a brand new game, what do you do? Like with Destiny Two, changing to free to play made sense. You know, it did. While, yeah, they, they changed the change the way the monetary worked. I don't honestly. I, I mean, I, I like if it's a new game, I'd be happy for like a standalone, standalone thing expansion packs. They go back to doing three monthly DLCs or whatever, like just proper mm-hmm. like proper DLCs. But I mean, if they go free to play, it's going to limit them so much. I think. I just like I can't see them. Can you go? Can they go backwards now or forwards? Backwards, forwards. I don't know. So they've gone from a. You know, a pay paid program, paid model, um, with live service elements uh, baked into that, half baked in. They weren't very good with their silver program, and you know, the Eververse yeah. shit. Um, they've gotten in trouble over that type of stuff. Then they went to free to play, 
same thing, still got the Eververse involved, but that, that kind of makes a bit more sense now. Could you then go Destiny 3, right, we're going back to what we did, you're going to pay 100, 900 bucks, whatever, um, plus we're going to have, you know, the battle part, the battle pass thing, the season pass, whatever it is. Do you reckon they could go back to that? Maybe it's a hard sell, man. I don't. I can't. I don't know any game that has. Do you? Like, I'm not saying no. I can't do it. I don't know any no, big, 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 big game that's done that. That's gone. You no, know, pay free to play, back to pay. Paid. Yeah, I, I. I think it'd be a tough sell. Um, it, it. I think what you said though, with having a new engine, like if they came out and made the game look sparkly, brand new, like wow, this is. Yeah. This is not an expansion. This feels completely like a brand different. New game. Yeah. Brand new game. Like, all right, maybe then they could get people to swallow that. Fucking, all right, you're paying us for Even it. Even if it's time. like, I mean, maybe if it's not a full price game. Mm. So you yeah. pay. It's monetization it's is really... so tricky. Like, either yeah. way, you end up the bad guy, and they're in such a tough spot because they have been going for so long. Um,. Like you should like you, you you keep free and that's fine. You keep your battle stuff pass and all that crap in there, or you go paid and you get rid of everything. It's a single price expansions down the line. You pay for them separately, like twenty bucks. Give me more. that. Give me yeah, that model. I'd, I would be I down that, for that. I'm I'd be okay I want with that. that. I know yeah. that might it does sound old school, but fucking that it works so well and it's just. I think that is a much better uh, model and program for them to follow. Do you think Activision? Um, being the quite successful company that they are, do you think they saw the writing on the wall with this game? And Bungie? Maybe. They just saw, like, look, we can't envisage, like, this going anywhere. You're stuck in a rut. You're going to be permanently stuck in said rut. Uh, we're out. We don't want to give up. Because they, they coughed up a lot of money. Like, surely they've they made did, it back. Yeah. But, um, yeah, they did pay a lot of money for that game. Yeah, it'd be interesting to, like, See behind the closed doors on that one, and see actually what went down, and who said what, Gary, and how much was because I know that the Bungie devs were frustrated with Activision kind of overlording them pretty hard, and maybe this is just a case of yeah, we can do what we want now, and then them kind of getting out the gate and going, well, fuck, this isn't as as cruisy as we thought it was going to be. Uh, this is uh, scary. Yeah, um, and and maybe maybe this is like we'll be on this the second season pass now. They've been uh, they've been honestly, at this like just over a, 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 just over a year since they split. Is that about right? Less than. Yeah. I I guess so. Like I, I, mean, I, I hate their models, man. I hate their season pass bullshit. So I just don't yeah. support it. I um, never. I hate it. I can like maybe it's just them finding their feet. It's taking them a while. Who knows? Um, it's it's hard to tell. But yeah, I think with D two, I'd like to go back to like a, a single payment and DLC board. You know, yeah, I mean, you know, even if it is every six months, you know, you play the, the um, the, the the PvP just for the hell of it, and you don't have like, like, you used to have some live events and whatever, but I don't know, it's it's a hard one to call. I I'd, I'd like a fresh game though. I think that mm. that that might get me interested in coming back. I'll be definitely interested. If if their next announcement is uh yeah look we've got the you know the next Forsaken DLC it's you know you you get big 10, 12 hours worth of story or whatever it is plus all the other bits and pieces that come with it uh I'm I'm back in like yes um uh, 
if they come out and their announcement is, you know, season, season. 11, 12, 13, uh, this is yeah. our roadmap, you know, it's like, all right, well, call me when you're done and show me what you've got in another six months and then I might come back and play. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I'm, I'm a, I love the stories. I love the missions. I think they're fantastic. They're, they're, there's some light mechanics in there that work really well, especially when you're playing by yourself and you're matchmaking. I think they need to go back to that. It is a, it is. There's so much lore there, and, and they do a lot of it in the in the seasons, but I think this, those story missions are always so good. Yeah, there is. They are, they are very good at. The, you won't find much of a much more of a better shooter um, than Destiny. Yeah, it is up there sure. with the best. Uh, it is such a good game, such a good series. They just they've really lost their fucking way this last year. Damn it, man! Fix it. Bring it back. Get us back to where we were. And I'll be happy. Yeah, definitely. Well, that's about it, mate. We've done. We've reached the end of our news segment. It's a pretty beefy episode. It was. It's it good was, to be it's back. Quite, it's quite thick. It's good to have you back, man. It's girthy, as they girthy. say. <laughs> Love some girth. Radio. <laughs> <laughs> uh, where can people find you, Mr. Puppies, on a regular day-to-day basis? On a regular day-to-day basis, out my front yawn, lawn, yelling at... <laughs> Growing piles like idiots. Um, you can find me on uh, Twitter at deft underscore poppies and also on mixer.com forward slash deft underscore poppies. What about you, Graham? Where are you these days? I'm just on Twitter mostly and also over on the YouTubes uh, at Grey Gamer. Very easy to find. Go over there and have a look. You can also find us, at both of us, on Twitter at left underscore pod. You can also go over to YouTube where you can catch the replay of this live show. If you missed it, just search for Two Left Thumbs Podcast and it should pop up there. You also find us live every Tuesday at 9 p.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time. Every Tuesday night on Mixer at mixer.com forward slash deft underscore puppies. That is it. We hope you enjoy your evening, enjoying your isolation. We'll be back next week with uh, hopefully both hopefully of us playing Man Eater. Oh, and Maneater, yeah. of that. That should be good. Other than that, it's been an absolute pleasure. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.